guys, another episode of For Your Records. I am your girl Q from Klee, and I am by myself today. Um, this kind of was not planned, however, it kind of just worked out. Um, I just got back from a well-needed vacation from St. Thomas celebrating my sister's 30th birthday, and we had a ball. I came back a couple days before release date, and um, y'all know that um, Jeezy and Gucci had happened, so I figured, huh, I'ma just do this episode by myself because I ain't gonna wait on nobody. And then y'all know I, I come out um, with my episodes on Saturday. Um, it's Thursday night and I'm recording this shit right after the versus battle. So this is some new, new shit. I wanted to give y'all fresh content, fresh off the dome. And I just know that everybody was um out kicking it and doing whatever. And I ain't wanna, you know, go into the guests that I had lined up already. Um, I've been reaching out to some really dope people, some really dope Cleveland artists and dope Cleveland producers and dope artists and just um, people with all around great knowledge of what I want to capture on this podcast. And I figured why not have an episode episode by myself before I start bringing these people on because I feel like it's going to be a plethora of guests for a while. But, um, <laughs> hey y'all, what's going on? I know y'all probably like this bitch was on vacation living her best life um i was indeed um and it also see for fun the back today i wanted to talk about how when we plan these vacations with people and something always goes wrong like somebody come broke or somebody come and you know they complain about everything or somebody come and they want to sleep all damn day um this was a vacation where um pretty much everybody was on the same page when we was when one person was tired we were all tired when one person wanted to get drunk we all got drunk we all came with money we all came ready to spend and have a good time um i just got back from st thomas in the virgin islands it was beautiful amazing um it's amazing how that is still a U.S. Tor- territory, and it's so beautiful. Um, and then flying back into Cleveland was just as depressing. It just lets me know that I need to move to a city where I, you know, feel comfortable coming home after a long vacation like that. Um, we were gone for about five days. Um, it was amazing. Beach days, beach fun. We walked on an ocean floor. Um, <laughs> it was amazing, guys. Um I I really recommend um, anybody going to the Virgin Islands just um, just for a getaway. Um, I recommend that you do get a car or um, just have some taxi money put to the side and do know that they charge per person. But um, ugh, it was amazing, guys. It Oh, my God, it was so amazing. Like, I've never seen anything like it before. It's, it it kind of was paradise. <laughs> I never thought I'd see anything like that in real life. And look at me living. But it was amazing. Um, if you guys haven't, you know, check out the pictures I posted on the Instagram. Um, I definitely was um, showing a little booty. But, yeah, it was definitely a great time. And we had a ball. So, shout out to my sisters. And shout out to my cousin, um, Ty. And shout out to my um, sister-in-law, Nita. We had a great time. So, yeah, anybody who want to do anything like that. But, um, it's so much news I want to talk about because so much shit been going on. Like, so much shit been going on. First of all, rest in peace to King Von. Like, I am so upset. Like, 
it's like I f- as soon as I feel myself getting comfortable with these new artists and all of that, it's like something happens to them, and I don't like that shit. Um, same thing with um, MOE. I, f- I don't even know if that's how you say his name or not, but I got hip to both of them, and they both just passed away. And it's really crazy how stuff happens. Um, they laid him to rest over the weekend. Well, not over the weekend, a couple days ago, I think. And it's it's really sad. And I'll be looking back like he really... He, he was about to blow up. Him and, him and Dirk together were amazing. And that's how I got hip to him through Dirk. Y'all know I love me some Dirk. And I don't know. It's just crazy how, you know, I feel like I'm cursed or something. It's like as soon as I start liking an artist, they pass away. Um, same thing, kind of thing with Nipsey Hussle. As soon as I started getting accustomed to Nipsey Hussle, like listening to him on a daily basis type shit, he passes away. It's crazy. Um... Mac Miller also hit me kind of hard, but I've always been a Mac Miller fan. Um, if you know me, you know I love Mac Miller. Um, so rest in peace to all my faves. But um, yeah, um, it's 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 been hard for me dealing with um, deaths and rap. I'm not gonna lie. I know I don't physically know these people, but it's really been kind of ha- having a hold on me, kinda, and just how I listen to music differently and just appreciating what is given to me. But first and foremost, before I hop into these musical notes, because I have a lot today for y'all. A lot, a lot, a lot. And I want to tap into all of it because I have opinions on every fucking thing. So, first and foremost, for your records this week, Nicki Minaj turns 10 for Pink Friday, y'all. And let me just say, (sighs) I love me some Nicki Minaj, y'all. Okay, her birthday is the day after mine. When I found that out, she instantly became my favorite. I love her. When Pink Friday dropped, it it was it was a time to be alive. Okay, this time won't you save me? But um, I remember anybody can vouch. Um, freshman year of high school, um, I used to sing "Moment for Life" <laughs> like it was nothing. The whole thing, um, I that was my song. You could you could play that song right now, and I'm gonna rap every song lyric from lyric. I love that song. Your love, here I am, blazing. Get out of here, fly. And it's crazy because looking back at the album, it was only about 13 tracks on the shit. But every track was legendary. It's like literally who tied, who was Nicki Minaj. She tied everything in. She came out the gate with all these um, verses on people's tracks. And she she was spitting monster. And excuse me, little honey. What was that big old freak um, with that Usher song? Um, listen, she... She she's the best, okay? Nobody can come across Nicki Minaj. And I really can't think of a bad Nicki verse off the top of my head besides like, you know, recent shit. But anybody that says Nicki Minaj is a bad rapper, I feel like you're lying. Like, you're lying. Everybody fucked with Itty Bitty Piggy. Everybody fucked with at least one song off Pink Friday. And mark my fucking words, she's going down in history as one of the greatest female rappers of our generation for so long she was the only one that was holding it down i just want y'all to stop like denying that shit she was the greatest even when the deluxe came out with super bass and the money the money like come on man she held it down she went pop for a minute we know with the you know with the rum and reloaded or whatever 
But let me tell you something. She she was an era, okay? Those wigs was an era, okay? That crazy makeup was an era. When she went natural, we loved her even more. When the pink print dropped in 2014, it was different. She went back to her gut of self. She was storytelling. She she was in her feelings. We felt everything. She was open with us. Um, I don't know. I feel like you 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 Nikki does no wrong. And when she does, it still can kind of get cleaned up because she, she, she's the greatest. I, I can't see no wrong in her. She's just one of those people I just can't see no wrong in. So happy 10 years to Pink Friday. Shout out to Nicki Minaj and the new baby. Um, Yeah, if, if you, you a Nicki hater, period. And they always say uh, Lil Wayne put him on, da, 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 whatever. Gucci was the one that introduced me to uh Nikki on Slumber Party. Got that super soaker, pussy wet like Chopa Choker. Hey, y'all know it. But anyways, into these musical notes before I get into this um, versus battle because I got some shit to say. First of all, Bobby Brown, Bobby Brown's son passed away. Um, rest in peace to him for sure. And keeping Bobby Brown in my prayers for sure. Um, someone said that maybe he's cursed because everybody around him um just keeps passing away and i can only imagine his mental that is going through his mind and things that he's dealing with um it's it's a lot i'm sure and I, and that's his junior son as well um i'm not sure how he passed away but uh, instead of like the jokes and shit we need to just keep Bobby Brown in our prayers and that's just that um the OGs we got to stop clowning on them. You know, they were here for a long time and we have to appreciate that. So for that being said, I just feel like um, we need to just start um, being more mindful of what we post on social media because I saw some really rude tweets about, oh, um, Bobby Brown about to go back on uh, crack and this. I'm just like, look, y'all. Yeah. It's, it's not okay, okay? Be careful what y'all post on social media because it's really karmatic. And I know we are all there trying to be funny and comical, but at the end of the day, this is still somebody's son. Um, not not cool, bro. Also, Jeremiah has COVID, and he is in the ICU. Um, that's actually kind of scary to me because there has not been a, any big reports about um, any artist or anything being in the ICU for COVID or at least, you know, being that serious to where everybody in the game is sending their condolences and everything. Um, I feel like that was pretty steep for him to pretty much, um, for everybody to, well, not him, but everybody to come on social media and give their condolences and everything. Like, I was like, oh, wow, this must be something really serious. Like, um, you know, hopefully a speedy recovery comes from this. Um, COVID numbers are going up. Please just remember to wear your mask, you guys. Um, I'm not sure why you guys are still treating this like a joke. Um, there are people in Cleveland, you know, who have caught COVID who are really, you know, popular. And I just want y'all to just know, like, y'all have to um, stay to yourselves and not be out here with when you have COVID. Like, I don't get that either, why you guys are still out roaming around, hitting these bars or going to other people's houses, having these um, little kickbacks. Like, COVID still is not around. 
And plus, people have been coming out saying that they have COVID, and I've still been seeing them out about, like, in their cars driving. Like, that's not cool. Like, let's just be mindful. Let's let's be smart. Y'all kind of retarded moving like this. I ain't going to cap, but it is what it is. Y'all ain't going to – it never hits home until it happens to you. So just be mindful of everybody else around you and what everybody else got going on. I truly feel like it's not fair for you guys to keep going out with this COVID stuff. Um, and I'm pretty sure DeWan is sick of us. Um, this 10 p.m. curfew really ain't doing shit. We need to go back on lockdown, but I digress. I'm not the mayor, so it is what it is. But, yeah, just be mindful when you guys are going out. Um, I know I'm, you know, people are like, oh, you went on vacation to the job. But honestly, I felt more safe in the Virgin Islands than I did here. And that's just honest. The, the numbers weren't as high there. And you could check the numbers yourself. Um, yeah. So keep your fucking comments to yourself, bitch. So. On the next um, topic, I wanted to talk about um, Beyonce and her Ivy Park visuals. Um, First of all, I'm broke, and she always knows how to do this at the right times. (laughs) We ain't even getting a second stimmy, and listen, (laughs) I'm just like... Damn, Beyonce, you just coming out with the round two of Blue Blue um, Ivy Park, and I'm just uh, listen. Now, these look like kind of springy collections. So anything that you know, if I do end up buying anything, you know, it's gonna get saved for the spring. However, I'm so here for it. I love it. Um, I love the new um little jumpsuit that she came out with. The little shorts, the black pack, adorable. I love, 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 love the leggings, the yellow and black leggings that she has. Oh, my God. But the visuals, hon. Let's get into these visuals. She's so cute. She jumping into her little Adidas, changing her outfits. Beyonce's so cute, y'all. Like, she make Instagram fun. <laughs> she really does. And it's really cute. Um, She got the little Adidas dress, the little jumpsuit. And then she got, she walking away all cute. It's just adorable. Like, how can you not love Beyonce? Um, and then we're like, oh, where's my box? Where's my box? What I did think was cute was um, the girl. Um, I think her name was um, Tabitha. I don't remember. But the girl, it was a model that um, pretty much put in a lot of money to um, do her Beyonce Halloween costumes. And it, it was very nice. She had the visuals, the outfits. At one point, I didn't even know that it wasn't Beyonce, especially when it got to, like, the Lion, um, the, um, Lion is King type videos. I didn't even know, see the difference. Like, it, I really thought it was Beyonce at one point. And she ended up sending her a box, and that's amazing. Like, I just thought that was so cute. Beyonce always pays attention. So, shout-out to Beyonce for the culture. She's always looking out for us and us women. So, you know. Shout out to her. Um, Cardi B is being named as Billboard's Woman of the Year. Um, all right, so y'all know how I feel about Cardi B. However, I do know that she, during election time, she'd be talking shit about Trump, and she was, you know, she had a way of keeping people informed about. Um, the election pretty much dumbing it down to understand the audience around her because obviously, you know, politics can be a lot for people to understand. Now, by dumbing it down, I don't mean that Cardi B is dumb and she's telling it like that. However, politics can be a lot for some people to digest. And I feel like Cardi B had a way of, 
sharing that um, information to um, the public, you know, letting us know, keeping us informed about, you know, the policies and what Trump is saying and what the debate was and things like that. She she did a really good job of, you know, making it funny and catching the ear for people that, you know, have an audience to her. So, you know, I, really, I appreciate that. But um, Women of the Year, when I think of Woman of the Year, I think of, like, Beyonce. I think of, like, hmm, who else does good shit? I think of, like, um... Jill Scott and like maybe even some like um uh I can't even think of nobody besides like you know higher people that should have that title but let me just break it down instead of saying woman of the year They need to explain what that means, because when I think of woman of the year, I'm thinking of someone who, you know, was giving back all year. People that um, had nice messages, gave nice speeches, um, came out, was, you know, speak on the, the, the violence and injustices and things like that. And I'm not saying that Cardi doesn't do that. However, Cardi does this thing where. Oh, I'm me, I'm this, and I'm, I'm not looking to be nobody's role model, and I'm not looking to be nobody's this. And she makes it clear that she is her, and she's not changing who she is for that person, which is fine. But woman of the year to me is somebody that can take on that role, somebody that is a role model to these kids, somebody that is, you know, in that stance of where they want to be. Whereas Cardi will come out and tell you, like, she's not trying to be that, but y'all placing her in this box and I feel like she's just going to keep eating it up, eating it up, eating it up to stay relevant. And it's kind of tired at this point because it, I can't call her real for that. That's not real That's not real shit to me. You can't say that you don't want that title. And then when they try to put you in a box of, of some sort with that title, you eating it up. But you're not denying that either. So honestly, you, you, you shouldn't even be accepting this. This isn't something that you should be calling yourself. If anything, it should be a real ass bitch award, right? Woman of the Year is somebody that's, to me, that's somebody that, you know, is someone that's inspiring or someone that, and when I look at Cardi, Cardi isn't inspiring to me. She's just someone, you know, she's a, a dope ass personality on Instagram that's funny as fuck. And that's just that. Why does it have to be, you know, the extra, Woman of the Year, da da da, da stuff like that? It's just like, why? Like, I, I don't understand. Um, not, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to bash Cardi or anything. I'm just looking at the facts. Why does it always have to go back to woman of the year and all of this? And she just told y'all she's not trying to be nobody role model. I I just don't understand it. I, I never will. Um, it doesn't make sense to me, but, um, all in all, congrats to the bitch and her one little single she put out all year, um, to stay relevant and she's going to keep doing it. And I stand on that. Um, shout out to her Reebok. Uh, signage. Um, Cardi honestly doesn't have to put out another song, and I will stand on that. And it's gonna be a long time before she does put out another song, and I will stand on that. Um, hey, they, they, I feel like they just place any label on somebody and they run with it, and then it gets in their head. So I'm not really too caught up on that. So that's just that. Um, also talking about names and placing. 
GQ names Megan the Stallion rapper of the year. Now, <laughs> I didn't even know GQ can do rapper of the year. And if anything, I didn't know that rep, that GQ was that type of magazine to, to even place those type of titles. However, I feel like they did that just for Megan. And if they did, that's kind of dope. Um, however, I don't feel like she was rapper of the year. Um, she probably had the biggest impact as a rapper, maybe. Um, everybody saying, you know, everybody, baby keep getting snubbed and things like that, which I agree. Lil Baby did put out a dope ass album this year and everywhere I go, it's being played still. So, um, if we gonna keep placing these things, I feel like, you know, we can't look at the dynamics of, you know, what that person has done that we like. We also have to look at these music as well. And honestly, I haven't been fucking with Meg since Tina Snow. And that's just that. And I told y'all that. So um, she's not really rapper of the year to me. She may have, you know, had some radio joints that kept people applauded and all of that. But at the end of the day, it's not anything for me to um, really catch my attention. Now, I will say this. This bitch is smart. Today was the verdict for um, Tory Lane's um, shooting with the with the situation and he was charged not guilty now he was not there and present in the courtroom however you know it was he was just making it seem like oh it's really hard to watch her do these interviews and she's talking about me and this and this and this and he can't really say too much because of his contract with the, with the lawyer and such and such and i'm just like nigga whatever shut the fuck up because you never shot her in the begin with however she knew that this nigga had court and was going to be called not guilty. And she dropped her album, Good News. And I just... <laughs> the petty jumped out, y'all. The album is called Good News. And it's hilarious, okay? She pretty much put all of her, like, news clipping headlines together. And pretty much put it all together. Um... She's always talking about speaking her mind. Um, she had the video about the black woman and all of that. Um, shout out to Meg for real. She's really putting on the on for us black woman. She has all the headlines on her album cover. Um, it's a really dope album cover. Um, it's it's dope. Okay, now I listened to Shots Fired. Whoo, child, baby. <laughs> She let Kelsey and Tori have it. I ain't gonna cap. She let them have it. And um, I pretty much think like she said what needed to be said. Um, it, the song speaks for itself. Y'all gotta listen to it. Shots fired. Megan Thee Stallion. Especially if y'all the same niggas that was listening to the Tori Lanez album. Y'all definitely need to go and listen to Megan as well. Um, Megan's not going anywhere. And I think that's just that. So I felt like GQ naming her rapper of the year. I think that's just kind of solidifying like, hey, like I think Megan is the next thing up and she's not going anywhere. Between her and Mulatto, they're not going anywhere. I really don't. Um, they are about to dominate, I feel. Um, and Flo Millie is right behind them. I, I feel like if you give her about a year or two, she's going to be popping just like them. And I just... I love to see the female raps um, thriving right now and all of that. However, um, I just don't agree with the Cardi B. And I kind of don't agree with this Megan either. But I love the, the female, you know, support. So, shout out to that. Um, I know y'all be... Somebody asked me, am I a feminist? And I kind of was kind of stuck for a minute because I don't like the word feminist. But I, I wouldn't say, no, I'm not a feminist. However, um, I'm all here for... 
you know, the black women and, and all of that. Because at the end of the day, I really don't care what white women do unless you're Ariana Grande. And that's just that. Also, speaking of Ariana Grande, her album, Flames. Y'all should listen to that. Um, I know that sounds a little childish, but um, she definitely got some albums. Positions? Positions, okay? First off, Shut Up is a banger. And I also like the song um, Love Language. And I also like the song Positions. But she put her um, all into that album. So, you know, shout out to Ariana Grande. Um, What's next on my list? I have so many things. Okay, so Chris Brown started an OnlyFans. <laughs> now, if you were on Twitter back in the day, you saw Chris Brown's dick. You did, indeed. Now, I don't know how many people are Twitter OGs, but I am, and I remember Chris Brown's dick. However, I would not pay to see it because I saw it and I remember it, and, you know, I was pretty impressed. However, OnlyFans is not only for sex. What if he posts videos of him dancing in their tutorials? That would be fire. That would actually be very fire. Or what if Chris Brown had like tutorials of his graffiti? Like this man is so talented, his OnlyFans could literally be anything. He can go from making his dick jump to singing lessons to dance lessons to to a hey, he he this man talented as fuck. He could he can he could show you how to hoop. He looked too talented for me. I don't know what he would be able to do. <laughs> he um. I don't know. I feel like um, OnlyFans is becoming a thing where um, celebrities are kind of just hopping on it. And I'm just like, why? Because they don't have money. I feel like OnlyFans is for people like um, um, like porn stars and people on sex work and things like that. People that can't make money right now on the strip club or, you know, because of COVID or whatever else. And, you know, they feel more comfortable making their money on OnlyFans, shaking that ass on their lingerie or in their swimsuits. And I'm here for that because, shit, they was already doing that. But celebrities, like, actually, like, getting naked. Like, Lisa Ray had her OnlyFans. And I don't even know if, like, men was really buying it or not. But, like, if they if they were, that's a bit weird, at least to me. Like, I don't know. That's... I, <laughs> Why are celebrities making OnlyFans? Like, are they broke? Like, I get they're not touring, but, like, y'all not broke. Like, y'all still in these nice-ass houses and shit? Like, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's a lot. Maybe it's a lot for y'all to keep up with or whatever. But, like, I don't find the purpose of celebrities having their own um, OnlyFans. I really don't. Um, but Chris Brown having an OnlyFans is actually kind of funny because you don't know what you're going to get on there. And I feel like if he does do all of that on his OnlyFans, that's actually smart. That's a great marketing tool. However, OnlyFans did become, you know, sexual. If you want to, you know, do something like that, you know, he could definitely make a Patreon account and leave it at that. Speaking of Patreon... Somebody asked me if I'm going to make one. Um, I'm kind of waiting for the subscribers to go up. But if you guys are interested in having a Patreon account, I can do that. I'm still in the process of doing this YouTube shit and having the background and setting everything up. So, you know, excuse me for that. I'm definitely going to get it up and running before episode 30. But um, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, hmm, it is what it is. But I'm also here to say... That's not something that um, 
I feel like celebrities should be doing. They have a whole, you know, set up background for OnlyFans, and I'm just like, why? When they can make a Patreon account and pretty much go from there. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, I don't know. Would y'all pay to see Chris Brown dick? How much y'all paying to see Chris Brown dick? How much is it? Twenty dollars? Twenty two? Look, I will look it up, but. I ain't got time. And OnlyFans low-key is weird to me because it doesn't have an app. It's a website. Like, they ain't upgrade yet. They, it's not an app. But maybe it's like a a content thing. Maybe they can't do it. Maybe they got to wait a little bit and build some more content. And then, like, maybe then they'll figure it's a sex outlet. And then maybe they'll let them have an app. Because Twitter's pretty much a porn app now. Also, I know y'all complain about this Instagram update. Um, don't bring your lessons to Twitter acting stupid. Um, if y'all don't know, this girl just asked what does YT mean, what people mean, and don't be asking dumb shit, okay? Just, y'all better go on fucking, um, Urban Dictionary and figure it the fuck out. Uh, we're not, we're not saying anything to y'all. Take y'all lessons back to Instagram and figure it the fuck out with y'all little shopping tab. Because Twitter upgraded too, and now we got stories on there. And honestly, y'all could just follow me on Twitter. I ain't even about to mess with Instagram all like that no more. I ain't got the time. But, um, yeah, don't come to Twitter being fucking stupid. Figure it the fuck out. That ain't even cool. <laughs> um, all right, so I also wanted to talk about um, 2 Chains. I remember 2 Chains, um, when he dropped Rapper Go to the League, he went on The Breakfast Club. He said that everybody gets a verse from Jay-Z except from him. And, you know, he's kind of been waiting and he's been working his ass off. And he's pretty much just been, um, you know, kind of waiting on that perfect moment for to, to rap with Jay. And he's been in the game for so many years. And it's something that he wants to do. And, you know, he keeps feeling like, you know, he's he's changed his mindset. He's he's changed up his sound. He's, he's done different things. And it's pretty much um, like, a, okay, you know, I fuck with this. I fuck with you. Blah, blah, blah. Why don't you ever reach out? And, you know, everybody was like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, he has. He got a verse from everybody and blah, blah, blah. And yada, yada, yada. Let me tell you why 2 Chains ain't getting no verse from um, Jay-Z. And I love me some 2 Chains, okay? But this new album that he just came out with, So Help Me God, I just, I love me some 2 Chains. I really do. But it's just something about it. I can't, I can't get with the album. I kind of, you know, pick my favorites. I like the song Fill Away. That he got with Kanye and Brent Fires. Um, I. Y'all. Alright boom. Let me tell y'all why. This man is 43 years old. And he's not capturing his new life. Even his album cover is like. Young 2 chains, And. I feel like he just want to stay young. And. His, it's not really. His music isn't really helping him become, isn't isn't capturing who this man is nowadays. And what I mean by that is, Two Chains raps about the same shit over and over again. Like his life hasn't changed in the past couple of years. Um, he's 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 married now. Um, you know, he finally took that step and married his baby mama that he rapped about for so long. Remember, um, you know, Keisha or whatever. She's beautiful. Um, I feel like he's not evolving 
I mean, I feel like he's evolving, but his music isn't evolving with him. And I feel like Hove isn't the one to tell him that. I feel like he has to kind of capture that himself. And also, um, I feel like Jay-Z isn't really reaching out to 2 Chainz either because um, things can kind of get repetitive with him. And I say that because it's... His last couple albums, they really just sound the same. And not to say they're bad, but it's not really any growth. Everything sounds the same. It's not really anything different. He's not tapping into new beats. He's not tapping into anything, you know, different or anything. It's just literally the same beat. And he's rapping about the same shit, the same ad-libs, the same big booty bitches. Um, I don't know. I feel like Rapper Go to the League was a little different for him because... Um, he, he tapped into, you know, a little something that was like um more personal to him. His 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 um experience with basketball and then his experience with rapping and how like they kinda went hand in hand and how he felt like um, you know, nobody really cared about him if he ate or if he really did this. They just care about, you know, make that shot, make sure you make this hit. Um, I feel like that was, you know, pretty dope. But with this new album, I'm like, nah, you'll probably never get a verse. And he went on the Breakfast Club and says that he he has given up on getting a verse from Hove. And that kind of turned me off as well. You don't give up from something that you want. Shoot, I want, you know, I want Jay-Z to listen to this podcast one day. And my podcast is on title with the rest of them. With Rap Radar and shit. You think I'm going to stop doing that? No, I'm about to still do these title drops every episode. Where you at, Jay-Z? But my thing is, I don't. I don't see any growth with him. I don't see anything that shows me like, hey, yeah, you deserve a verse from him. So it's like, yeah, I don't really see the hype with it or anything like that. Um, I don't know. I just, I understand at this time why you're not getting a a verse from him. And I know that sounds fucked up, but yeah, I I, I do understand. I understand completely why, why you're not getting one. And that's just that on that. So, that is the end of my musical notes today. Um, you got for your records. We got musical notes. All right, I guess we can go to the record spotlight. Of course, the record spotlight this week is this Gucci Man versus Jeezy battle. Um, before I get into any of this shit, let me tell y'all what my initial reaction was. <laughs> When I was on vacation, and it was confirmed that Jeezy and Gucci Man were, in fact, going to um, do the versus battle, I kind of laughed a little bit. Because I remember a couple weeks back, they said that Jeezy reached out to Gucci for the battle, and he said no. He ain't doing nothing without getting a paycheck. So this versus battle was obviously a little different. Um... They had pretty. <laughs> this versus battle was just a little different because you know it stemmed from so much beef. Now Brandy and Monica had beef, right? But females are a little different. It's not like you know beef of like shooting and bitch you tried to kill me and did it and shit like that, right? So this this was a little different. Um, for the younger, for the young listeners out there, yes, Jeezy and Gucci Man did beef for a while. 
Um, a lot of the songs, you know, were shots at Jeezy, and Jeezy had a couple songs that were shot at um, Gucci Mane as well. Um, <laughs> I say that because my little cousin was like, what? They was beefing? And she was born in, like, fucking 2003. And that shit kind of threw me. Like, what? How did you know that? But, you know, people be young, and people be youngins out here. Um, Jeezy sent his shooters to Gucci some years back, and Gucci killed his friend and, you know, put him in the ground. Um, so I guess when we all heard these, this battle was coming up, I know everybody was excited, right? Now, the only thing that crossed my mind was, I don't think we're going to see the Gucci that we want. For so long, we've we've been saying, oh, he's a clone, oh, he doesn't make the same music, and he's different, and he's not the same person, and all of this. Now, when I first saw this, I was like, we are not about to get this shit. We about to get this in the sky bullshit. We about to be listening to his, all his new shit with Bruno Mars, and his shit with N.E.R.D. Niggas think I'm handsome. Well, voila. Like, I really thought we was about to be on that wave and was I wrong was I wrong um but let's back up a little bit so when I heard that this battle was going on I, I was excited I was like oh yeah I'm probably not gonna have nobody in time to record this with so I'm gonna just record this episode by myself and capture it all um I knew it was gonna be a lot of shit talking I knew it was gonna be a lot of um Messages being sent. However, let's be real, y'all. Jeezy won. And I only say that because the maturity level, the the messages he were conveying, his song selection, first and foremost, his song selection was way better than Gucci's. Um, I was really waiting on, you know, Gucci to play my shirt off, my shirt off, my shirt off, my shirt off. Um, I don't love her. I was waiting on him to play that. Um, it was, it, it, listen, I don't really mean to say like, oh, Gucci lost because Jeezy came out with the maturity level and all of that. But Gucci lost because... He was really was on this, you know, ha ha he he shit, talking shit, and his songs weren't really matching up. Um, you know, he definitely played the songs that you know were disrespectful to Gucci, which were, you know, Truth and um, Bench Warmers, and what was the other one? Seven Forty Five, and. He did it all to his face. So, to me, that was, you know, pretty bold of him. But, um, all in all, Jeezy had the maturity on deck. Like, he was like, look, pretty much schooled his ass. Like, look, I, he probably, you know, granted, he the one that put the hit on on Gucci. Yes. However, he trying to put all that shit past him. He like, it's been 20 years. Ago. Gucci like, 15 like damn, why you so aggressive, bro? Like, damn, you 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 decided to be here today. Why did you come? Um, I know that everything had to be cleared out. I knew it was gonna be a lot of real nigga energy, and I knew that Gucci was gonna say that. However, 
Gucci had to be a clone because the song selection that he had was terrible as fuck. And that's just being real, y'all. Jeezy won. But Jeezy also won off of his messages that he was conveying. I'm just being honest. It ain't about the jewelry. It ain't about how we shine. It ain't about the girls. It ain't about the watches. It ain't about all of that. At the end of the day, it's about killing this beef and let's come together. When Nipsey Hussle died, the Bloods and Crips came together. And and that was a, a wild situation. Like, damn, that's crazy. Um, With this situation... Um, I really feel like Jeezy was kind of on some, you know, fuck this shit. I invited you here to, to grow up. But if we being honest, if Jeezy would, if Jeezy would have played this song, Gucci man would have beat his ass. Y'all, I <laughs> now that's how I know like Jeezy was on some different level because if Jeezy came out the gate playing that shit, it would have been different. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just really feel like it's it's a different situation at hand. Like it's a different battle when one person come with with with, with pure intentions and the other person coming, you know, with shootout intentions. Um, kind of the same thing with Brandy and Monica. Monica came with. Bitch, I, I dare you. And Brandy was coming with the, oh, well, <laughs> I'm glad to be here. And <sighs> I don't know, but I also want to play this, too, because Jeezy says some real ass shit. Us, me and you, all these kids out here doing what the fuck they do because they saw what went on with us, dog. So this shit ain't about me. This shit ain't about you. You feel what I'm saying? This shit about King Vaughn. This shit by Dope This shit by Nipsey Hustle. This shit by motherfucking Pop Smoke, M3. And I'm real enough to do that, nigga. Cause one thing about it, two things for show, three things for certain, nigga. I'm the realest nigga in it. You already know. My thing is this, though. When you really beefing with somebody and y'all are too. Figures that, you know, people was really looking up to. Because Gucci was an era. Jeezy was an era. Even Lil Wayne was an era. And look what all of them was doing. Like, you know what I'm saying? It really affects the listeners as, as a whole. Maybe not me, but, you know, men and young men and who their mindset and who they grew up to be. And honestly, everybody that said that Gucci won, I'm not I'm not even trying to be funny. Everybody on Instagram that said that, hey, Gucci won, Gucci did this, da, da, da. Y'all the same niggas that be on that childish shit, too. Y'all can't let go. Y'all can't get out the streets. Y'all always holding on to bullshit. Y'all just always letting the, the, the little shit roll over and let it control you. Um, At the end of the day, this street shit, that ain't it. It's not. And Jizzy was on that real shit. So, anybody that's saying like, oh, da 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 he was, on, he was trying to be on that peacemaker shit, da 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 he was trying to be his friend, and yada, yada, yada. Look. I'm a Gucci hardcore fan. Everybody know that shit. I love Gucci band. And I also love Jeezy. I grew up to both of them. But my thing is this. Jeezy was trying to put that shit behind him. 
You can't really hinder somebody that's trying to put that shit behind somebody. And you can't. You really can't. Gucci, at the end of the day, I feel that shit. You know, somebody tried to kill you. And it's less a little different. Everybody trying to come at you a little different. But I thought when this man went to jail and he got out, I thought he was a changed man. Everybody thought he was a clone and all of that. Clearly, he's not. And I really hope that showed y'all that. He's not a changed man how we think we he how we think he is. He's that same childish person. I feel like Gucci was that person in school who the teacher would promise us the pizza party. And then when the pizza came, we weren't allowed to get it. Like they gave it to the other classroom or some shit. Because he the one that ruined it for all of us. He's the one that's going to ruin the street shit for everybody. People look up to Gucci so much to the point they're like, damn. Now, at the end, when they came together and they sang so icy together like the boy is mine, you know, that you know that was cute, I guess. And everybody was mad at that. Like, oh, da, da, da. Now, now, I do get it. That shit is weird. You came in talking all that shit out the gate. You did all this shit talking. You did all of this shit. But, um, I, <laughs> listen, I don't. I really don't truly believe that um, when it comes down to it, if we really picking winners, I really don't feel like um, Gucci won that. His song selection was terrible, if we being honest. I was really waiting on him. Um, he got to be a clone when he was picking out them damn songs. Because, you know, he asked us the night before what, what songs you want to hear. He probably played all the three that we wanted to hear. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's my take on the versus battle. Um Listen. Oh, and on a funny note, they said Jeezy um, about to go home to Jeannie Ma. <laughs> and she's going to be like, you rock, babe. <laughs> that is the funniest thing I ever heard. Because she really does talk like that. She probably did. It was like, oh, my God, babe, you did great. You killed him out the water. You sculled him. You showed him, didn't you, babe? I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> that shit is funny. Um, as always, thank you guys for listening to another episode of For Your Records. Um, I appreciate all the support that I've been getting. You guys are amazing. All the feedback, um, all of the just great things that I hear about my podcast on a daily basis. You guys are just amazing. You guys really push me to keep going. Um, I really, I really, really do. Um, let me know if there's any topics. If there's um, any guests in particular that you guys want to know, you guys can shoot them my way to the For Your Records DM. Um, send your music to foyerrecordspod at gmail.com. I haven't really begun any submissions. Um, I hope you guys are really looking forward to all the new stuff that I have coming out. Um, I love it so much. Um, you guys are really dope, and I really support y'all. Everybody that supports me, whether you're in Cleveland, Detroit, D.C., um, I got some new Florida listeners. I've been looking up for y'all. Oh, and I got some uh, Arizona listeners, too. What's up, y'all? Um, I just really appreciate everybody that takes their time out their week, their day, their, the month, whatever. You know, some people wait for the podcast episodes to pile up, and then they binge it for the month. Or however y'all guys do it, you know, I appreciate every single body that comes and supports or listens and gets other people on and passing on whatever and um i really do i appreciate y'all um love y'all so much bye